0: Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. I'm your host, Melissa, and this episode is all about social media and your happiness. Whether we like it or not, social media is a huge part of our world, and it's not going anywhere. Full disclosure, I actually work in social media marketing. I wrote the first college textbook on it back in 2012 and have been in this field for nine years. Though the platforms may change, it's really not going anywhere. So we need to figure out how to quit being so freaking depressed (laughs) every time we look at it. You know, I often hear from people that they feel upset, bad about themselves after looking at social media. And there's all kinds of studies linking it to depression and all sorts of problems. Basically, all of the world's problems can be traced back to social media. <laughs> but the thing here is that we keep forgetting that social media is actually an energy exchange. We don't often think of it like, what it like it is one, but it really is. And I think that's where part of the problem is. I think a big problem is that We're just looking at it, mindlessly scrolling through social media, acting as if it's something that's not going to affect us. And that's where a lot of the problems originate. Mindlessly scrolling through social media, as you probably know, can often leave you feeling zapped, especially if you're an empath like myself. (laughs) The scary thing about scrolling is that you're basically getting bombarded with images, messaging, and videos of things that you haven't necessarily consented to see. That's why a quick scroll here and there throughout the day can actually be really damaging and leave you feeling totally drained. You might see like some horrific story on a news piece or that someone in your outer social circle, meaning someone you don't necessarily see regularly, is in the hospital. Now, I'm not saying that we should avoid bad news or hard news, but the thing is, we often go to social media looking for a mood boost, but if we aren't careful about who we follow, that mindless scrolling can actually ruin your day and yes lead to all the things that all the studies have talked about so here's what i'm proposing instead and a solution that i've found for myself that has really worked first is that when it comes to social media you need to treat it like a phone call right? You're not just going to answer a random number without having some sort of like expectation like, okay, I might talk to someone that might say something strange to me, right? And you have intent when you answer the phone. You need to have that same level of intention every time you open your social media apps, that you're planning to have messages that you may not expect, that there's going to be an energy exchange, right? You know, those times where you don't necessarily answer the phone because you're just not up to talking, You need to have that same discernment when it comes to social media. Second, let go of the belief that inspiring accounts should leave you feeling inspired. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like those Instagram models, the yogis, all the accounts that are designed to inspire you can actually leave you feeling like shit. (laughs) And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. The reason you feel that way is that those accounts are curated in such a way that they build this whole image and this storyline. It's very They put a lot of effort into it, but they build a storyline to show you that the person running the account is always happy and they have a perfect life. Now, just knowing this, and you're smart, you already know that, but it doesn't mean that seeing those accounts isn't still going to leave you feeling like there's a lot of comparison and your life isn't as good. So here's the thing, those accounts, especially the ones that contain really edited images, are A, not real, and B, you don't have to follow them. I'll also let you in on another secret. Having been someone who's met a lot of the so-called Insta influencers in my time, (laughs) a lot of them are really awkward people in real life. They are excellent content creators, but they're not necessarily great people. And some of them, unfortunately, are class A narcissists. This is important, like truly. Some of these people are really, truly narcissistic. Those people with hundreds of thousands of followers, that's how they feel good about themselves. Now, I'm not saying that every influencer is a bad person or awkward, but a good part of them are. So my recommendation is that you remove anyone that you're from your followers list that you find yourself comparing yourself to, right? And oftentimes these are a lot of the so-called influencers. I really don't think I actually follow anyone that's considered an influencer currently. Maybe mm, two, but they're actually good people and I've met them in person. So yes, those accounts that are supposed to inspire you, if they don't, don't follow them. There's nothing wrong with you. They're designed to make you feel like you need to do better right? And that's not something that's always going to make us feel good. We're hard enough on ourselves as it is, especially as women, you know, it's kind of like why I don't look at a lot of magazines, right? You're looking at airbrushed models. Now those models have simply moved to the internet. And that brings me to the third point, clean up your feed. Seriously, aim for an information low diet, meaning, follow a few accounts maybe like 300 most that make you feel good this goes for facebook and instagram especially so how do you do this you know realistically let's say you're following like a thousand people what i recommend is that you take a little bit of time each night and just scroll through the people you're following take an inventory of who you follow Again, I don't care if you're following a 1,000 people right now, set aside time to do this because this will seriously change how you feel about social media. And as you look through the list, unfollow any accounts that stir up negative emotions for you, even if this means close friends. If you don't feel comfortable in following them, also, I want to mention there's now an awesome feature on Instagram where you can actually mute them, so you can go to their profile and mute their story or their posts or even both. And this is really handy so that if there are people in your close circle that are just always posting really depressing stuff or it's really triggering for you in some way, you don't have to have the awkward conversation of why you unfollowed them, right? So you can just mute these accounts. You don't need to see anyone's content. You know, really thinking of this in terms of consent and like whose information are you consenting to see? But the reality here is that, you know, It's all about intention, right? So intentionally using social media to curate a feed that's gonna make you feel great, that's actually going to make you feel inspired, not based on who you're told is supposed to leave you feel inspired. So treat it like a dinner party, right? You wouldn't want a thousand random strangers walking up to your home and just walking around your place. So the same goes for social media. Don't let random strangers into your home and ruin your day. Now, not only will this improve your mood, but it will actually reduce the time you spend on social media. I basically pruned, if you will, (laughs) who I'm following on social media. I guess I do this actually pretty often, about once a month, but initially when I did this, I was following like, I want to say about 800 to 1,000 people, and over the last year, I've pared it down to 290 people, because those 290 people, and not even actually all of them because I've muted a lot of the accounts, but... I would say roughly 200 people make me feel really good, so I actually do get that mood boost every time I look at social media. I feel great now when I look at it. I don't have that kind of like pit in my stomach of comparison because anyone I was comparing myself to, I either muted or unfollowed them. The other benefit to doing this is that when you limit the number of people that you follow and whose content you see, you won't have endless amounts of content to scroll through every day. I actually get that Instagram notification where it's like, you have scrolled through everything there is to see, (laughs) like once a day, because I'm following so few accounts and those accounts don't even post all that often. So I not only cut back the amount of time I'm spending on social media by doing this, but I really feel good about the things that I'm following. And my fourth piece of advice is to take breaks. Take a day, or a whole weekend every few weeks to completely unplug. Delete the apps from your like phone because literally that's the only way I can avoid looking at them is if I have to delete the apps off there because it's such habit to click in there, both from a work perspective and a personal perspective that I end up spending time on it when I don't even intend to. So when you're unplugging, delete the apps and then you can always re-sign in in a couple of days. This will free up a lot of your mental space. We don't always need to be consuming other people's content. We don't always need to have updates of what other people are doing, seeing, eating, whatever. Sometimes it's nice to just check into your own self and really just be able to like sit in your own energy and not wonder what other people are doing. So those are my four big tips for you right so make sure that you are treating it like an energy exchange because it is second let go of the belief that things that should inspire you should <laughs> right unfollow things that don't actually make you feel good and take a strong inventory of your social media clean up your feed you will not regret it and finally be sure to take breaks, right? We all in this digital world need to unplug every now and then, especially those of us who work in the field. So trust me, someone's comment, someone's question, someone's DM can definitely wait two days. All right. Until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.